even though that's $15,000 more than you came with. It's just weird. It's almost like when you can see possibility and you don't hit it, you almost go lower than you were before somehow. And it's like, perfect. Okay, so you're actually pumped and ignited and motivated by the fact that you just lost based on your own standard. That's good. Most people aren't like that. Most people set a goal, fall short, and then feel terrible about it. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, episode number 1,296, Own Your Weird Today, for episode number 1,297, How Do You React When You Let Yourself Down?, I used to have this story or this example that I would use with people where I said, are you the type of person who goes into the kitchen and says, yeah, you know what? I'm dieting or I'm not, I'm trying not to eat certain foods, but you end up eating a cookie. And since you've already had one cookie, you say, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to eat the entire sleeve. I'm going to eat the entire box, whatever it may be. Are you that type of person? Do you resonate with that where when you let yourself down, you almost just continue letting yourself down because you already feel like you have. We were, so we did Next Level Live 2023, huge success. The stress of that event is over. I'm sure we will pick up the stress of something else, but it was awesome. Shout out to all of you who came. Shout out to all of you who couldn't make it but wanted to. It was an amazing event, the best one ever. It definitely was more of an experience than anything else, and that was ultimately our goal. But we did these breakout sessions where we had people break into three groups, I ran one, Alan ran one, and the amazing Jesse ran one. Which group and were you? I don't. Uh, yellow, I think. I was red group. I think I was Lelo. Lelo group? We're the best group. That's oh, what I yeah. was told. So, Obviously. That's yeah, what you we were, were told. By who? By who? Myself. Oh, and okay. the rest of the Got group. It. I told it. them to tell me to tell themselves that we're the best group. Perfect. So the best group, as we were, I had somebody. <laughs> I had somebody in my group, and she was unreasonably kind and just talking up group coaching so much. She said, I've done group coaching. It was amazing. She said, but I had this moment where I started to feel like I let myself down because I missed a homework assignment and then I didn't want to show up to the meeting and then I missed another homework assignment and I kept beating myself up. And it was almost like because I let myself down, I felt like it was just far easier to just continue letting myself down instead of stopping the momentum and then restarting it in a positive direction. So I thought I thought this would be a good episode to to talk about because I found myself in those positions before where it's almost like yeah, I mean, I've already had the cookie. I might as well just I've already let myself down. I've already it's almost like I've already broken the door down. I might as well just keep going through the door at this point. So, I thought it would be an interesting episode to do. So Kev knows that I I I think a lot of listeners know I fast often, intermittent mm-hmm. fasting. Um and essentially what that means, you can do different splits. You can do 16-hour fasts. You can do 12. You can do 20-hour fasts. And 
often I don't eat until the evening. Last week or the week before, I forget which, I ended up eating in the morning because I was so stressed out. Pre-event stuff. And it started out with just like a couple cookies. Those fudge-covered Oreos. And I had a couple of those, and then I was like, you know what? And I ended up eating a huge meal and taking a nap. I ended up watching Top Gun. I told you about that. I ended up watching Top Gun. It was a tough morning, and I just went off the rails, for lack of better phrasing. And once I, I remember having that moment where I had already eaten, and I get kind of sluggish when I eat because I'm so used to fasting. I like to be fasted and focused when I'm working. Usually after I eat, it's like bedtime soon. So, you know, that kind of thing. And I was just like, you know what? I'm taking the morning. I need the morning. And I just ended up eating a huge meal. I forget what I eat. What did I eat? What did I eat? What did I eat? (laughs) (laughs) Can't talk. Uh, I forget, but it was like a lot. (laughs) It was like a lot of food. No, it's okay. You said, you said, what did I eat? I forgot what I eat. <laughs> that's why that's why it got me. It just It's all yes. good. But I remember eating a whole meal and it was me, Tucker, and Tariel, my my dog and my cat. And we watched all of Top Gun. The whole movie, the new one, which actually was really surprisingly great, which I think I talked about last week. But anyways, um I know exactly what this feels like. I think that we set this bar, right? And this bar is predicated on an assumption prior to doing something whether it's start a new fitness regimen or hire a coach or hire a personal trainer. Uh, One of the people in my life just hired a personal trainer. And it's like, if your expectations are off, we did an episode on this. Do you remember the title of that episode by chance? The top three reasons people fail or something like that? I think that was it, yeah. And it was number one is the expectations are off. Number two is time perspective is off. Uh, approach again i don't approach know approach is off yeah, because approach the is second. expectations are off and then time perspective which means you think it'll take longer or shorter than it really does mm. usually it takes longer than you really hoped this definitely has taken a lot longer on this podcasting journey than we originally thought and so anyways you have this expectation of i'm not going to eat today or i'm going to do group coaching and i'm going to go all in mm. i'm going to do every homework assignment every single time And then when you let yourself down, meaning you don't hit that standard, how do you react to that? Does that make you ignited and be like, you know what, I'm going to work harder tomorrow? Or do you get stuck in a shame spiral of, well, I already let myself down. I might as well keep letting myself down. And that's really what this episode is about. And this is what I wrote down, ignited by losing versus ignited by winning. I have one client who had a huge quarter And what's interesting about this is, and I'm just going to kind of keep this high level, I'll keep this anonymous. So her business is uh, very, very successful, has been for many, many years, and she was shooting for the $3 million million gross revenue mark in 2023. And I ended up crunching the numbers with her because that's what I do in business coaching and peak performance coaching. And I said, honestly, from my perspective, I don't think that's going to happen. And sometimes as a coach, you got to tell people the hard truth. And she's like, I can do it. Watch me. And I was like, perfect. This person is ignited by challenge. I challenged her. I don't think she can do it. I genuinely don't. And I'm not trying to be mean. I just don't think based on the numbers, it's going to be a thing. But I could be wrong. But it ignited her. And once I realized that, I was like, okay, good. I'm going to keep challenging her. Because I basically said, that means you pretty much have to gross almost $10,000 a day on average. 
And uh, that's like a lot. And you're going to have to grind. And so anyways, she's ignited by challenge. And, and here's the thing. She came in this quarter, crushed it. One of the best quarters she's probably ever had in her business. But it was because she was aiming way higher than that. And so when she doesn't hit her bar, it actually motivates her. She messaged me right before this episode saying, hey, we really got to set Q2 goals because I came in under the 400K I wanted for this quarter. Mm. And it's like, perfect. Okay, so you're actually pumped and ignited and motivated by the fact that you just lost based on your own standard. That's good. Most people aren't like that. Most people set a goal, fall short, and then feel terrible about it. And there's very few people that I know that are actually ignited by losing. And some people are. And they do eventually really get a lot of great results based on that. But if you're not like that, that's okay. That is okay. Some people are ignited and excited by winning. Other people are igniting, ignited and excited by losing, motivated by losing. Doesn't mean they like losing. It just means they, they, it triggers them. It, it, uh, Kevin and I did my credit score before this and I was like, oh my God, let's go. And we created a whole new financial game plan based on that. Like I'm never, no, fair, a fair credit score. That, that's not who I am, right? It's not, it's not congruent with my identity. So it ignited me. The point is, if you aren't ignited by that and you feel like this group coaching member or like I did that morning after eating a couple cookies and then being like, screw it, I'm just going to eat a whole meal and nap. We've all been there. I definitely have. Even though I think most of the time I'm ignited by it, sometimes it's too much and I and I fall down this rabbit hole of shame and guilt and how am I going to do this and overwhelm and I just want to watch a movie and I want to snuggle and I want to sit in bed. And that does happen to me. And... If you're on that end, how do we how do we shift you out of that or more importantly, how do we set goals that are that are more realistic based on the expectations of okay, I'm going to do group coaching and I'm going to give it a shot. I know I'm not going to be perfect, but I'm going to keep showing up even when I'm failing. Something like that would be a lot better than I'm going to go all in and I'm going to be perfect. Well, one of the things the the breakout sessions are really interesting because at least my approach to it was I just let, I just said, what was everybody's takeaway from that? Nothing too specific. What was everybody's takeaway from what Alan and I just talked about? And this person, they were talking about how, I mean, they were talking about this, how they felt like they let themselves down. And I said, isn't it interesting that you went above and beyond anything you've ever done? And your main focus was the fact that you didn't do as much as you wanted to. So isn't that fascinating how you invested in yourself and you did something that was probably way out of your comfort zone, but the only thing you could really focus on was, well, I didn't do everything I said I was going to do. So interesting. So interesting. It is. It is. And so that's kind of that, the takeaway from this episode is Instead of, I showed up for the first session, I showed up for the second session, I did the homework assignments, I'm tracking my habits, I'm getting outside my comfort zone, I introduced myself to the group, I'm in WhatsApp, all the good. Yeah. And she just didn't focus on that. She focused on the one homework assignment she didn't do. And that becomes and this the is takeaway. something that, ha- that becomes the takeaway. That happens then, to me all the time, Kev. I and do that then, too. then that, well, for you, I don't think, I don't necessarily think it becomes your identity, which is good. Right. Sometimes think, it ignites me, but yeah. sometimes it really, it really hurts me too. Self-worth wise as well. Interesting. I don't yeah. think I would have guessed that. I, uh, only when it's way outside and I don't want to make this about me. I want to get back to that person and to this point, but that morning I'm telling you about where I ended up eating and like I took the whole morning off for me, that was like, 
way mm. too far outside my comfort zone. It was too much. Like, it's not just Next Level Live coming up. It's everything else on top of it. And it's it's almost like if I'm failing in too many areas simultaneously, failure no longer ignites me, it crushes me. Mm. But most of the time it ignites me. You know what I mean? And so what if that, what if I was overly focused on all the things I was doing wrong, just like this person, and it brought me outside my, into my anxiety zone, and then I go all the way to my comfort zone. And I think that's what happens to people. And I think it's true for me too. I just think maybe it's different in terms of the amount of failure you can tolerate. And then do you feel bad about being, like going directly to your comfort zone? Then do you feel bad about that? Definitely. Such, such an Definitely. So group coaching was definitely an experience for me. Getting to know the people was was really, really cool. Everybody's kind of moving towards the same goal. And I definitely started to see the value in what Kevin and Alan were presenting to us. PPT for me was something that was really huge. I was looking for a system to help me kind of keep track of of the things that I had to do every day to make sure that I was productive. I feel like I got so much value out of it and I am so grateful that I took the leap and I decided to join. But what I will say is that I I get sick of feeling sorry for myself. And then after I rest and recover, usually I'm more motivated and fulfilled the next day. Mm. But not not always, you know. That it resonates. It, I really dislike being down and out even when it's for a short periods of time, I, it's like, not only am I ashamed that I've not been doing a good job, but now on top of that, I'm letting the team down. Remember the day that you had to show up for me? Mm. And like, I basically prepped you and some other people with the agenda and I wasn't available. Mm-hmm. That day for me was very hard. Mm. And then luckily the next day I pulled it together, but that day luckily, was scary for me. Because the next day I think I had that day. It's like, hey right. man, I can't, I can't do this today. Which makes sense because you shouldered the weight the previous day. Mm. Um, but again, hopefully the listeners are resonating with this cycle of I set an expectation for self that is above my competence or current capabilities. I'm doing well, doing well, doing well. Let myself down. Then I get stuck in shame, which then makes me let myself down even more, which then is a downward spiral. And all the progress that you made getting outside your comfort zone can go away if you if you let that take over so i guess what what would you say to do i think you got to start with i think you have to start with the gratitude and appreciation of what you have tried i mean at least in for some reason when you were when you were talking all i could think about was who wants to be a millionaire when it's like you're at the sixty four thousand dollar level and you take a risk to go to the hundred and twenty eight thousand dollar level and it's almost like when you lose, you end up winning like $15,000, but you're pissed off that you won $15,000, even I though know. that's $15,000 more than you came with. It's it's weird. It's almost like when you can see possibility and you don't hit it, you almost go lower than you were before somehow. Not you, the collective you, me, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. I that's think you just have the opportunity cost. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, yeah. and you got to be careful because if you look at that wrong, you won't say, I'm so grateful for this $15,000. I think you'll say, I can't believe I, yeah, I can't believe I gave up a hundred, 10,000 or whatever it is. You know, 
it's it's important. This is one of the most important episodes right here. This yeah. is the cycle that people get in. This is why consistency is so hard. Because when you miss one day, you you get stuck in shame and then you don't go back. Mm. It's and and we all set ourselves up with this this ideal version of like I'm going to I'm going to do this new fitness regimen. And you can crush it for a couple days. Anyone can. But long term, it's so hard to sustain. It's so hard to sustain. And then when you fall off, do you do you get ignited or do you get stuck in the shame of falling off and then and then eventually you have to start all over again? You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, instead of like Okay, say you wanted to do a, a year of exercise every day, but you made it eight months. So let's just say you made it 240 out of 365 days. It's like, that's, but that's 240 days more than you've ever done. I understand it's 100 and whatever, uh, 125 days less than you wanted to, whatever the number is. That, that's a very interesting thing. Yeah, I think you just have to start from a place of gratitude, appreciation, and accomplishment. You accomplish something way more than you ever have before it might not be what you wanted it to be but now you have a new baseline Mm -hmm. you have a new baseline and that shows growth and that shows improvement and there's there's so many lessons in the losses there's so many lessons in the losses and then you can use those losses to make sure you don't make the same mistakes next time but i I really think that's what it is i think that's what it is this is why i always share this is one of the real reasons why I always share that it took me five years to quit drinking. Mm. That's why I always say that. Because in their head, it's like, wait, what do you mean? It's like, I literally, it's been eight years since I've tried to start quitting drinking. When I was 26, now I'm 34. It's been eight years of me trying to quit drinking. I've only actually succeeded for the last three and a half. The rest of it was me trying and failing and trying and failing. And I think that that's, but, but I did it. Right? Even though I looked like I was failing for the first five years. And I talked about that at Next Level Live. It gets me emotional because weddings were my kryptonite. I would get, I would do like months of no drinking and then I would fall off. And one time I, I tell this story. I was up till 4 a.m. I'll never forget it because someone came in with a trash bag of beers into our hotel room. Like it was like, we called him Beer Santa. <laughs> I don't know how this happened, right? It was a random person. Uh, but there was an after party and then there was an after after party. I wasn't even supposed to stay the night and I ended up staying in my buddy's hotel room. And then the next day I was puking outside my car in a parking garage. And it was one of the most, one of the worst feelings I've ever had of just disappointment and shame. And I remember feeling kind of homeless cause I was so hung over and it was, it was in Providence, Rhode Island. And I was, I couldn't find my car. I could not find my car. Empty parking garage. I'm the only car in it. And I could not figure it out where it was because I was no sleep the whole nine. And I remember thinking to myself like, oh my God, this is like the worst. But I had, I had quit drinking for probably six months before that. I think that was the first time I had drank in six months. But here's the thing. It's almost like I let myself down even more because of how good I was doing. Mm. Right? So you get stuck in this. And then after that, what if I was like, you know what? Screw it. I already drank. I might as well keep going. And so I think that's what we get stuck in that. And I think it's important to like realize that you're always going to fall off. It's how quickly you get back on and it's do you get back on better and smarter next time. Yeah, I think that's a really good 
takeaway from this episode is you're never going to be, you're never not going to have this happen in some way, shape, or form. Perfection isn't real. Yeah, no, definitely not. I'm glad we did this. <clears throat> Again, you come up with an episode, you don't know what's going to happen. But I, I learned a lot about humans by talking to so many people at Next Level Live. And everybody was just so vulnerable and so authentic and so just truthful and, and trustworthy. And I've j I just learned so much about people and their stories. And, and that really jumped off for me. It's like, I would never know that about you unless you told me. Not you, but this person in my group. Mm -hmm. you, I would never know that unless you told me. I, I, you look so confident. I know. And you, and you, you know, it doesn't, and again, not, this isn't a judgment, but it doesn't look like that would affect you in the way that it does. Just like it probably doesn't look like it would affect me in the way it does. Because you have an assumption when you see somebody that things affect them in a certain way and it's not true. Nothing's true. None of it is true. It's all well, you're, you're seeing only a certain yeah. version of them. It was very cool to see how many people showed the vulnerable side of how hard their things have been for them. Yeah. It wasn't a rah-rah event. It was like a, let's sit down and talk about how hard this has been. Mm. Not as an excuse to not do it, but so that I can feel not alone in the growth and in setting goals that are actually going to build me up and not not tear me down. Um, and I want to thank everyone, by the way, I, I really, really want to thank everyone who came to next level live. Um, not just for our, for supporting us, but just for being, for being so willing to be vulnerable. And for those of you who couldn't join us, I wanted to commit publicly. And I know you planned on this as well, Kev, but the next, next level live, next, next level live, next squared, <laughs> the next next level live we will find a way to do a virtual component so that the global community can be a part of it as well i know that amy l had had done a next level nation live mm -hmm. in next level nation so if you want to check that out there's going to be photos coming through and all that kind of thing but anyways we're going to have a virtual component i've already started we have already started looking into that actually um i have a, an old friend of mine he was actually at my very first speech there was three people there he was one of the three people there mm -hmm. at wayfair and uh, he apparently hosts virtual events. And then I already talked to our videographer. So there's definitely going to be a virtual component next time that you can join us. I'm very excited for that. I'm very excited. Same. I don't know how that's going to work, but we're going to figure it out. It'll be, it'll be really, really good. And again, we have listeners all over the place. So I feel like we'll be able to add value at a different level. So that makes me I'm very, very excited. I'm glad it won't be for another, you know, 10 months until we start talking about <laughs> it again. Because I need the rest, but I'm very excited Same. for it. Same. One of the one of the interesting things I took away, and you just kind of spoke to it, but it was the vulnerability and authenticity of the people in my group specifically. But I got this feedback from you as well as Jesse, who ran the other group, and I think it's because for the first time, a lot of these humans felt like I can actually be my safe, I, I can actually be my authentic self because I'm safe here, and not only am I valued for who I am, but I'm valued for my story. And I'm valued for what I've been through. And I'm valued for what I want to accomplish in the world. If you are seeking that and you weren't able to make the event, or if you did come to the event and you want to do this, please join group coaching because I'm realizing that's really what differentiates that program. On the podcast, we do our absolute best to make you feel safe and seen and heard, but we can't see you and we can't hear you because obviously you're not here with us. In group coaching, we can and I believe that's one of the reasons group coaching has done so well, because Alan and I are vulnerable about our own stuff 
so you feel safe to do the same. So uh, as of, what, the 11th, we start. I think we have a few more spots open. Uh, We had some people sign up at the event, so please join us. We are super excited to meet you all if we haven't met you already. And again, if you want a safe place to be yourself, group coaching is is a great place to start. And I want to say this as well. I I, want to make it clear to everyone that those are private recordings. So a lot of the questions we get is, well, what if I can't show up to one of them? We put them in a Google Drive folder that is private and only the people with their email that they signed up with can actually access those recordings. And we're very, very specific and clear about that. Those are not recorded. Kevin and I are able to share things in group coaching that we don't share on this podcast. And that's okay. That's the value of group coaching because you can be real at a different level where it is safe to do it, knowing that it's not ever going to leave the group. There's something about being on a team of like-minded people that is just so special. So um, as a matter of fact, I saw group nine, someone had posted in there. They're still actually talking and conversing in there, Mm. which is really cool. So um, join group coaching if you haven't already. Also, if you are not in Next Level Nation, you do want to see... Uh, what happened at Next Level Live and all of that and connect with other like-minded people. Next Level Nation will have a link in the show notes as well. It's a private Facebook group. And again, private. What we can promise you is that no one will bully you in there. No one will disrespect you in there. Everyone will celebrate you for your goals and for your growth and for who you are. And the only rule in Next Level Nation is you can't disrespect anyone. It You have to be supportive. And if you are disrespectful or you're going to bully anyone, you will be kicked. We have blocked certain people. So you are safe in there. We hope to see you there. And uh, yeah. Next level nation tomorrow for episode number 1,298. We're going to cross 1,300 this week, which is awesome. The three possibilities we need to understand. I had a poop myself moment at Next Level Live. Not really, but kind of where there was a situation where I was like, oh, this is going to go horribly wrong. And that's where this episode comes from. As always, we love you, we appreciate you, grateful for each and every one of you, and at NLU, we do not have fans, we have family, we will talk to you all tomorrow. Good night, and good luck, Next Level Nation. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.